the reality is you have no idea what to do with yourself right I tell, now. I, look. You have no clue. Uh, Ray, You've never been here before. I need some sunglasses because the sun seems so bright right now. Everything seems bright. It seems like the world's never been better. Hmm, that's Since just... I was 13 or some whatever years old when the Royals won. <laughs> well, it was 1985, so it was 30 years ago. So you yeah. were like, what, negative one year old? I was, uh, yeah. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I was not born yet in uh, 1985. I think my parents did it that night. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrated the World Series with some hot doing it. Woo! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Nobody likes to think about their parents doing it. Uh, uh, part gross. of it, honestly, was a little bit of relief because they what happened last so year? close last year. Yeah. And if they had happened to just, like... Completely blow it. Like the opposite of when they won it the other time, when they were down 3-1 and they were up 3-1 this time and they blew it. Ugh. Well, you know, we're going to do a whole segment here about some sort of World Series game that happened. I mean, mm-hmm. I-, I would say I watched more of this World Series than probably any of the last 10. Wow. I'll put that up. Well, besides the Tigers ones, I guess. I should yeah. take that back. The right. Tigers were there twice, but the one, well, they, both, they got blown out both yeah, times. To so be fair, it's... you watched more of this one because there were actually more than four games. So Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, also, each one of the games lasted about oh, yeah. five hours <laughs> That's long. True. That they, helps they, mathematically. When they, go, when they go extra innings. And every single time when they go extra innings. The opening game went, what, 14 innings? And I watched all of them? You know who kept talking about the Mets on my Facebook was Jordan Monsell. Jordan Monsell, the artist? Isn't Jordan Monsell like a Boston fan? Boy, I thought so. He's we had a him Patriots on the show. fan. But you know what? I was rooting for the Mets in this series too, just because well, I know course. you. Of course, <laughs> I think that's fair. But I, but he was acting like he was actually a Mets fan. Well, he's got New York ties, doesn't he? Okay. I mean, that's it's possible fair, to then, be I a guess. Red Sox fan and like the Mets. I guess. But to me, it's I guess. Like, I, to me, isn't that a? Is it not like kind of, some kind of like protocol uh, that? Let's say you you have a thing about where you're talking about Detroit Tires on right. Facebook, right? Right. That I'm not just going to get on there and be like, let's go Royals, blah, blah, blah. You, know, you do that right now. What are you talking about? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Does that, if I went back in time, that would never have happened? It would never mention the Royals on one of my Tigers posts? Well. Never, ever. I guess not, but what, maybe, maybe I have. But I'm saying I don't do it, like, <laughs> all the time. You. Okay. Like every th- it seemed like every time I mentioned something about the Royals, he was just posting about the Mets. I was like, don't well, they're and, playing but, each other yet, at least. Yet on his own page, he never mentioned the Mets. I was like, yeah. get on your own page and talk about the Mets yeah. if you want to. Well, there's a certain protocol about your page versus other people's pages. Right. I'll pick fights on my page you don't that I'm not hi- going to pick on somebody else's yeah, page. Yeah, you don't want to hijack someone's, you know, oh, I'm celebrating this. Oh, but blah, blah, blah. Are you can me look. Have you, you've seen my Facebook page. I can't post anything about Michigan without, like, Ohio State fans trolling That's it. That's true. I can't post anything about the Lions without D-bags, like, trolling yeah. it. It doesn't matter. People are just going to – I think that's just what I bring upon myself, though. Yeah. I don't think that's anything but <laughs> the fact that people generally want to be negative to me. Right. Hey, well, everybody. Yeah, but uh, – you know, Hey, let's start the show uh, at uh, least. Well, the, here, the difference is, though, I want to say <laughs> – Yes. Is when I'm using – I'm usually just celebrating my team. I'm not like – you're usually being kind of trolly yourself about like – what you're talking about. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> In any case – Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Brent's best week ever yeah. on Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm definitely Brent. <laughs> you you could not be more Brent <laughs> than you've ever been before in the history of this show. Uh, what a, what a ter- what a terrible weekend for me. Oh, what man. a great beyond great weekend for you if it wasn't for Nebraska pooping the bed. Hey, you know what? I'll take that trade off. Yeah, I bet I will you take will. Take that trade off. Tell you what, Michigan can go below 500 this year if the Tigers win the yeah, World Series right? too. 
That's fine. Ah, and I'm looking forward so much to your punishment. To your punishment My for punishment. The ro- Wait, I don't there's no punishment. What are you talking about? No, you, there's punishment. Why would there be punishment? Because the Royals, we had a long-standing we've bet. Never, we have never had a long-standing bet. One of our teams wins the World Series. If one of our teams wins a championship the of any kind. The first time one yeah. of our teams wins the World Series. So <laughs> after this, it's null and void. We've never had this bet. What are you talking of about Of course right they now? have. Of course we have it, oh Marco Rubio. Was it, was it one of those unspoken things? Like, we just we just knew it? It's knowing. It's, Which, Marco it's Rubio. Very no. What is happening right now? <laughs> Why would I be punished because your team won? Uh, well, it's kind of a punishment in and of itself, is it not? Oh, it's the ultimate punishment yeah. is I have to now do this show with you in full-on <laughs> braggy pants mode. And there's literally, there is nothing I can say. There's nothing you can say. I could bring up Nebraska, and that's about it. Uh, well, I can't the, even bring up the, the sad deal. Chiefs season. You know what it is? It's well, yeah, because you know why? Because because <laughs> they just beat the Lions by five touchdowns, forty-five week. to ten in London without Jamal Charles. Yeah, Ish. and we were without our offensive coordinator because he was injured. No, you but your new offensive coordinator was busy fizzing, uh, fixing Daisy Duke's Jeep, right? Cooter, Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> So we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. We obviously are going to mention the World Series. Brent has one or two things he'd like well, to say okay. about the Royals. And I have to sit here and listen to it. Yes. We got to talk about NFL Week 8. It's now in the books. And uh, NCAA, we got to talk. We do have to talk Nebraska, Michigan. The new, the, yeah. the first off Final Four brackets yeah. out, the first BCS standings. And uh, but before we talk about that, though, you were just, we were both just out of town, guys. It's been a while yeah. since you heard from us. It's been about two weeks. And that's because Ray went to Orlando on business and Brent went to New York on different business. Yeah. Uh, but you're over there plugging the HOA. You mentioned it last time. Yeah. Uh, uh, take a minute or two right here. Tell us about uh, how that went at the, was it the New York Film Festival. Yeah. <clears throat> New York Television Festival. There we yeah. go. New York Television Festival. Uh, it was great. We had a great screening. Uh, Sherry o- Miss Sherry O'Terry, the very talented. She's the best. Uh, came out to New York. Oh, that's was, so good. You know, with at the screening with us, so that was really cool. A lot of the production people, uh, my boy Jimmy Walker Jr. came out. He's so he's so yeah, funny he's in the really HOA. Funny. And I love because I seen the pictures of that, right? And he was there, and I was like, well, of course that guy showed up. And you know who should have on the show is uh, my my really close friend Zora Bikangaga, the cr- the the creator of the HOA. Zora is fantastic from our from our old sketch team, Dead Honky. Um, but that's fair. So is Zora a big sports fan? I mean, he's a he's a big. This is uh, the first I'm hearing about this idea. Yeah, so. Zora's a big uh, Giants. San Francisco Giants, oh, okay. uh, Niners fan. Oh, that's so a great. Sure we so we're talking, talking about, about Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to do an hour talking about the greatness of Colin. Ka- oh, like Blaine Gabbert. He wants to talk about Blaine Gabbert. Oh my goodness. We're in the Gabbert zone. Oh my uh, gracious. But uh, so New York was good though. It was great. Uh, you know, I th- the other thing that I I think I'd mentioned this to you. You know how Quentin Tarantino's taking all that heat for that. Oh, the cop the, stuff. The cop stuff. Yeah. Where, where he, he did this rally. Where they basically had a bunch of families of, of people who, who had been uh, victims of police victims brutality. Of police brutality. Yes. And Quentin's and I, I. Here's what happened. I go to New York the first day. I'm just like I'm gonna go maybe check out a play. Right. Walk sure. into Times Square and I'm sitting there taking pictures. I was like, oh, there's Quentin Tarantino. I randomly walked into that rally, Ray, and I have <laughs> pictures of it. Have uh, you you sent me pictures? a picture. Yeah. You sent me a picture being like, hey, check it out, me and Quentin Tarantino. And then after you sent that to me, this whole thing explodes yeah. from that rally. So I have proof. Brent was there on my phone yes. still. And he's just like, hey, cool, Quentin. Anyway, nothing big to talk anyway, about no here. no big deal. Just, and then it's just this just, huge Just event. surrounded by cops right now. <laughs> That's don't, all. Don't worry about that. 
Um, so do we have good news on HOA yet? Uh, I mean, they uh, had some great meetings with uh, people. Nothing that's official. Nothing official but, yet. But Is there anything unofficial you'd uh, like to break at no, the show? No. Creepy uh, smile. Okay. But uh, I've, I feel hopeful. You know, and uh, here's people liked it. Here's the deal: I feel people liked too. it in L.A. and people liked it in New York. So that's maybe it's good. That's good. <laughs> maybe we start there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a quality product. Yeah. Um, I, I know how much went into it, and I've seen it now like three or four times. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that on the sure. air? Yeah. I've seen it a bunch of times, yeah. and I still find I still find new things to laugh at in that. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure there's only a matter of time till it gets leaked online, right? Isn't that the way this business works um, these days? It may be online pretty soon, yeah. Yeah, uh, you can we'll, watch the trailer online. We'll definitely plug it. Yeah. Uh, go check it out, the HOA. Find it, find it on like YouTube and whatnot, like, I'm sure. Like, if you sure. get on the, uh, yeah, if you do a search for like the New York Television Festival, NY, uh, TVF, and That's the right. HOA, it'll pop up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, good, it's, good, it's good stuff. So well, all, all good things come to that. But anyway, let's come back. We're going we're gonna to do what we got to do. We got to talk we about... we can't hear about your time in Orlando? There's really nothing to talk about. I went to Orlando on a business trip. Did you get to go to Kissimmee? No. Uh, oh. I got to Orlando. We get at the airport, and we're told we're staying at the uh, really quick story, not to tell too many secrets out of school, but they say we're staying at the uh, the Hyatt Regency. Mm-hmm. And so I go down to the information desk and say, hi, how do I get to the Hyatt Regency? And they go, it's in the airport. <laughs> wow. It's in the airport. So I go back up the escalator. I check in at the Hyatt and never leave the airport. Yeah. The all three days I was in Orlando, I never left the airport. So anyway, uh. there's nothing to report. As I had to cut a whole bunch of stuff right there because Brent's <laughs> saying nonsense. <laughs> but there is nothing to report about Orlando. Here's the deal. Apparently, the city's still there. I could have literally been anywhere else in the country, and they would have yeah. told me it was Orlando, and I would not have known the difference. I do have some news about Paulo Orlando. Oh, okay. Uh, excellent. Paulo backup, Orlando. Backup outfielder for the Royals. The fast guy who comes uh, in to steal bases. Yep. World champion now. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Would you like to talk about the Royals World Championship, uh, Brent? Sure. We don't have to. Well, yeah, maybe. So, no, we don't have to? Yeah, I guess we don't have to, yeah. Sure, and I'm, I believe you, and I'm going to take you at face value. <laughs> yeah, okay. So let's come back to not talk about that after three seconds of... Lord. And we'll never be royal. Can't wait to go back to New York, Ray, and... Uh, yes? You know, I, does this seem petty of me? Like, I was getting... Ch- I was wearing my Royals gear all over New York, and the Royals and the Mets both clinched getting to the World Series when I was in New York. And so all these guys are kind of just, yeah, Mets, let's go Mets. They're going to take you down. And so I, I, I wrote down all their names and where they work. Yeah. Is it bad if I just go back and now, now go back and just like, what's up, Todd, that works at the Flatiron Building? Yeah, I think that's bad. I think you shouldn't do that. Uh, that seems like a good way to get stabbed. Why didn't you tell me before I bought my tickets? They're um, non-refundable. Well, you said tickets. I mean, I, I'm going to? Yes. Oh, oh good. <laughs> I'll be the bodyguard. My friend Ray says. Yeah. You wouldn't believe the mad crap Ray's been talking, <laughs> the non-KC fan. <laughs> anyway, break it down. World Series is over. Uh, I knew it was going to end on the fifth game when I heard that story about uh, uh, Enrique uh, Volquez. Volquez. Yeah. I, I knew that. Uh, Edinson Volquez. Edinson Volquez. And uh, I knew that as soon as the, the, the whole like the, the parental situation and him losing his father. And I said, he's starting game five. This series ends game mm-hmm. five. And he pitched a great game. This is Matt Harvey started off really well. Um, what do you think about the whole? Because the game kind of turned when I want your opinion on this. <clears throat> Eighth okay. inning. Or ninth inning. Ninth inning. You know, they had decided, we're taking Matt Harvey out of this game. Yep. Because he only has one complete game ever in his career. That's right. Even though he's rolling, he's controlling the Royals pretty well. And then you see Matt Harvey in the dugout going, no way. No way. I'm going back out there. 
and the crowd's going, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. Uh, Isn't that why the manager gets paid the big bucks to be able to say, look, Matt, I understand, but we're we're trying to force a game six. Uh, Normally, I would say you are correct, Mm -hmm. but after... Uh, could you imagine if the manager of the uh, uh, Giants last year had said that to Madison Bumgarner? Madison, you cannot come out and pitch six innings. You pitched a complete game or whatever yesterday. They don't win the World Series. But that was Madison Bumgarner who had already won two games in the World Series. Uh, that is correct, but Matt Harvey is easily their best pitcher. He's definitely is their he? Cy Young candidate. I think he's like their third best pitcher right now. Well, in that series, he was their third best yeah. pitcher. But I would say coming into it, Matt Harvey says he feels good. Mm-hmm. He's pitched eight shutout innings. Mm-hmm. Your entire season is on the line. You give Matt Harvey the benefit of the doubt. I think you put Famili in that's already blown too safe. That is already blown too safe. <laughs> that's my other point. You don't trust your closer to come in and do anything. And, uh, so then he immediately walks Lorenzo Cain and then gives up, and Lorenzo Cain steals second, and then Hosmer double. doubles, hits a double over the left fielder's head, and Matt Harvey gets the no decision. Better than getting a loss. That's true. Well, should have left him in a couple more uh, batters. He could have got the loss. Is it just me or Bartolo Colon's entire purpose of being in that series is to be the face of losing for the New York oh, Mets? Oh, man. He has, like, is he not just like, he's like your, your dad's friend who shows up drunk to the poker game yeah. and then makes the off-color jokes that gets everybody uncomfortable and ends the party early? He looks like a dude that shows up on Halloween with a girl uh, with a chain and a bikini, and you're like, oh. Job of the Hut and Slave Leia. I'm just saying, Bartolo Colon is the assistant manager at TGI Fridays <laughs> who refuses to comp your bill, even though they got the order completely wrong. It was like they're like, okay, uh, the game's getting a little bit out of control in the thir- 12th inning. Royals have already scored two, the bases are loaded. Bartolo's already had a lot of disappointment in his career. Let's bring him in. He can be the face of this. He's going to retire soon. He's 42 years old. <laughs> this is his last big media spotlight. Let's just have him just kind of like look disappointed. Like he just loaned his 16-year-old the car keys and found out five minutes later he crashed it on the neighbor's tree. And then it's just the dad face. Yeah. That's Bartolo Colon to me. He is the face of why the Mets lost. So, yeah, Game 7 was crazy. Game 7. Game 5 was crazy. It felt like Game 7. Game 7 was really short, and so was Game 6. Because they didn't happen. Um, Game 6 was like a parade, a victory parade. Your team has now won the World Series. You've had the victory parade. Mm -hmm. It's got to be finally sinking in. Brent, talk me through it. The whole series was crazy because I felt like it was a good matchup for the Royals. They hit Fastball's really well. In fact, I think I saw a stat. Uh, fastball's 95 or higher. The Royals hit over 300, which is ridiculous. You shouldn't be able to hit 95 or higher, but I guess that's their their type of uh, – and I believe that's why they had trouble with the, with the Astros in the first round because they have all those guys that throw like 88, 85. The slow garbage pitchers. Yeah. Keuchel, as good as he was, he doesn't throw over 90 miles an hour really, so – uh, once they got to the teams that threw all fastballs, it was it, you know, they Slim were Pickens. never really challenged. Yeah, Familia is absolutely the worst closer in the hit. Besides Byung Young Kim, perhaps the worst closer well, in World Series history. Byung Young Kim never really came back and pitched again. Familia is a good closer, uh, not anymore. Well, he, I think he's done. But he got he only he only gave up one bad hit, and that was Alex Gordon. Now that was bad. Game one, Royals come up, blew it. Mets. What do you have Mets three? have to be feeling great. Game one. Uh, up by one, they put in their closer who hasn't blown a save since July. And he blew three saves in five games. Three saves in three, three saves in three in chances. Five ga- uh, yeah, because the one win 
What they didn't need a save. They didn't need yeah. a save. Yeah. So um, ridiculous. Alex Gordon, you know the fa- the guy that's been there the longest since two thousand seven, which isn't gets, even that long. If you well, it's nine years. It's pretty good. Yeah. He hits a ball about four hundred fifty feet off of Amelia, ties it, and then you could immediately see like, oh, that was the Mets' chance to kind of t- yep. to get ahead in the series. It- it's true. In game one and in game five, as soon as the Royals tied it in the ninth inning, the Mets just stood around and waited for the Royals to win the game. Yeah. That's all. They looked unmotivated. They looked uninterested. They looked checked out of the game. It's the bleep and bleep in World Series, yeah. folks. So, you can't just throw these games away. And every matchup that you thought might be exploited was exploited. The Royals catch the ball really well. The Mets, at crucial times, did not catch the ball. Uh and just like I said, when I, all my Cubs fans are saying, well, Murphy, how are you going to deal with Murphy? I was like, well, we're not going to throw pitches down the middle. Of the pool. We're not going to let him beat us. We're not going to play bad baseball. And he That's went, how we're going to beat Murphy. Murphy went three for 20. Yeah, he was terrible. And yeah. he was, as bad as he was at the plate, he was worse, worse. in the field. Yeah. Just embarrassing oh, out there. Man, two really bad plays. And plays that he honestly, both times, he, it looked like he was kind of trying to hurry to get like a double play, and he didn't need a double play either of those times. He just needed to get in front of it and take the out at first. And even when Poop went wrong for the Royals, like when Hosmer had the Bill Buckner moment oh, yeah. that should have cost his team the sure. game yeah. in what, game two? Uh, game two, yeah. Should have lost the game. Yeah. They should have lost game one because uh, uh, Familia should have closed it. Oh, no, wait. Game two, they they, they dominated. That was oh, the me, it was game, game four then. It was game one. It was game one. Was that the game that they blew it? Yeah, I'm it, all confused now. Game one this was series the, went by so fast. Game one was crazy because the the first pitch the Royals see uh, Alcides Escobar hits a inside the park home run that bounces off <laughs> of first your boy Cespedes, who also had a terrible, horrible series. Terrible. But I told you I like their matchup against Cespedes because he, they see him all the time and he strikes out a lot against the Royals. You said you like the matchup against the Mets better than the Cubs. I did, and it would seem to be true. Yeah. But so talk me through. They went the parade. Mm-hmm. This is all done now. The best part of the parade was Johnny Gomes. What did Johnny? I saw the speech. Johnny Gomes didn't even play in the postseason, and yet he gives this like hacksaw Jim Dugan type speech with the American flag, and basically says, Uh-oh. "Yeah, says <laughs> what does he say? Rookie of the year, not on our team. Beat him. Beat him. Uh, <laughs> Cy Young winner, not on our team. Beat him." MVP of the whole league, not on our team either. Sorry, guys. Beat, Beat that him. guy, too. Yeah. Uh, then they all jumped up and down. So you were talking before, if, you was, if there was one piece of paraphernalia from uh, this entire series, uh, who, what paraphernalia what would you like? To, this is what I'm trying to get right. And, okay. And, uh, so you mentioned this off there, and I figured game, it's worth mentioning. In game five, the Royals, you know, you, they, meant they, they were down 2 nothing in the ninth. They end up tying it in the ninth. And uh, if you haven't seen some of the still pictures of Mets fans when Hosmer is scoring... From uh, from third on the ground ball to short, go on. Uh, would they call Hosmer's mad dash, which was just <laughs> absolutely That's so terrible, absolutely crazy though they, that he went. But it was kind of smart because Duda's not a great thrower home, uh, and they were like, "Well, if he gets thrown out at home, we still going home for Game Six, yeah. right?" Uh, anyway. Uh, you know what the, I said about that? I said, Duda, where's my throw? <laughs> Duda, where's my throw? I'm just... Anyway, uh, so in the 12th inning, <clears throat> the Royals get the, the lead run on third with one out, and the pitcher spot is up. And everybody knew it was over. <laughs> yeah. Everybody and, knew. And so they had to bring up uh, the only two guys left on the bench, Raul Mondesi, who has one at bat in the major leagues. And and that's a, and it was in the World in the Series. World Series. Only guy that's his, ever happened to his debut was in the World Series. Yeah, he might as well just quit baseball after this. Right, he had his one debut. He got a hit. Right, no, uh, struck out. Oh, he struck yeah. out. My bad. 
Uh, anyway, he played as his one at bat, wins a ring. Yeah, <laughs> for doing nothing. Uh, so anyway, they get they, the only other guy on the bench is a guy Christian Cologne, who's a utility player, and he hasn't batted since October fourth, which by this time is four weeks. It's a while. Gets up there, gets down 0-2, fouls off a couple pitches, and then lines one in left field for the game-winning hit. And the piece of paraphernalia you would like is? I would like a bat signed by Christian Colon that says, game-winning hit, World Series, game five. Worth. Because you could convince people it was the real bat. Uh, Well, I don't even have to do that. I mean, be like, hey, guys, hey, guys, see this right here? That was the real bat. (laughs) The real bat. It's a real deal. I'm a real fan. Yep. I got the real bat. Yep. In fact, this is really Christian Colon. Yeah. (laughs) Hanging out. (laughs) <laughs> this isn't a card. Christian Cologne from Cal State Fullerton. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's not. Pick. Is that the banana slugs? Is it? I, think I thought they were the, like the. Aren't they the, like the dirt bags or something like that? Oh, you might be right. Yeah, I think one of them is the banana slugs, though. Although that might be somebody Santa Clara or something. Might be. Anyway, we'll look, we'll look that up. up off air. Anyway, so uh, uh, you got a minute or two here left in the segment before I absolutely cut the mic right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just talk me through Brent. You, you've, you've lived too long. You've finally seen it happen. You thought it might happen last year. The team was a colossal failure. Yeah. And now they've come back to win the ultimate prize. What's going on with Brent right now? I'm just, I'm just like happy. And I, I actually had my Mike Moustakas jersey on that I started wearing. Uh, they won five out of the last six games when I wore my Mike Moustakas jersey. So that was on Sunday. I get to work on Monday and, uh, you know, my boss is like, hey, what's what's up with the Moustakas jersey? <laughs> and I said, I might be wearing this all week. All week! What I hear you saying is the reason the Royals won, your Moustakas jersey. Moustakas you jersey. are getting a ring. Is that That's what I'm right. hearing I'm right now officially? I'm getting Brent's a ring. getting a ring, folks, so yep. congratulations. I remember when the Royals took the lead. Here's, here's my story. From watching the game at a, at a Royals bar, the rec room, where all the Royals... Is that a Royals bar? Oh, yeah, because Chiefs are always there, too. Oh, okay. Uh, like 200 people there. Going crazy, and then when they take the lead, I see this guy, burly guy with a beard, looking Jim Valvano like. I want someone to hug, but I don't know anyone. And then all of a sudden, he locks eyes with me, and he's he's running at me, and we're jumping up and down. Craziness, man. And then you recreated that scene from uh, was it Flashdance? Yeah, he puts holds you up in the air. Oh, no, and dirty spins. dancing, dirty dancing. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, spins around. I'm of my life. And then just like that commercial, he puts hey, you through a baby. table. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, I talked to the guy later, and we end up ha- we have friends in common. He's friends with Chad Fogland and another well, sure. guy I know. Yeah, it's craziness. I mean, all you people know each other, right? It's the same way when you find out somebody else is from the Detroit area here in Los Angeles. Yeah, then you find out I know them. Right? <laughs> it's not really a surprise yeah. at that point. We all know each other. Everybody. Anyway, Ray, we're done with the parade. I'm working. I'm I'm getting ready now. I'm yeah. working on the plan of how we're going to repeat next year. I think enjoy your moment, Prince. <laughs> That's all I can you think? say. You think? I think? Yeah. I think you guys caught lightning in a bottle. You might. Lightning in a bottle two years in a row in the World Series? What I would say, well, you didn't catch it last year. We were one one pitch away, Ray. It's not like we got swept last year. We went all the way to the World Series, and we went all the way again. So two years in a row. Two pennants in a row. Where did you get that pennant for me last year? I need another one. I sorted it online. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't buy it. I actually went out of my way to buy it. Wow. Because I wanted you to have it. All right. Well, that's your punishment. You have to buy me a, a championship. Honestly, I've already, I'm already planning to do that. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. I was, that was already in my mind to buy you for, uh, for the holidays this year. Is Thanks, to get you dude. A, so don't buy yourself one. All right. Is it the actual pennant that uh, Christian Cologne won? It's the real one he used to, with that hit. He wrapped his bat <laughs> Oh, my <in> goodness. <laughs> and then he did it. Ooh. 
Uh, in any case, well, congratulations. Thank the, you, man. The first team of either of ours to win as long as the show's been on the air. Right. Other than the Kings, who's our adopted. Uh, we adopt the Kings. I, our secondary I, they're more my team, team because yeah. you have the Red Wings. That is correct. Uh, so Lions will be team number two next year, obviously. And I will hold my breath until that happens. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> we have to... Uh, uh. We have to talk about that Detroit-Kansas City. And I won't rub it in too much, but we do need to talk about it because it was interesting. Um, to be fair, uh, we will. Yeah. And uh, after what happened four years ago, I mean, you might deserve a little bit of rub. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, I... You I, did to I, us I, or we did to you. Yeah, absolutely. But we're going to come right back. We're going to break down all of NFL Week 8 right after three seconds of... Lord. And we'll never be royal. royal. NFL Week 8 is now in the rearview mirror. Yeah. What so have we? Weird. This what is have such we learned? a weird season, man. This is a weird season. It feels like every good player is injured. Yeah. <laughs> we got more injuries uh, before we even get to the games. Le'Veon Bell now out for the season. Oh, man. Like, uh, uh, people that took him number one overall. I, I said at the time I thought it was a mistake. Why? You can never predict injuries. Well, he was going to miss the first two games. <clears throat> okay. And you need yeah. the first overall pick to play a full season. Yeah. And he didn't just – also, because he missed the first two games, the chances of a repeat drug offense knocking him out were, was at least hanging in the clouds. Yeah, I kind of felt like – Sometimes I feel like if you miss the first two games, then you have less of a chance of being injured because there's less games to get injured in. You know what I mean? Yes, but apparently not. But apparently not in this case. Because uh, Jamal Charles out for the season, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, uh, your boy, Le'Veon Bell out for the season. Arian Foster. Arian Foster blew out his uh, qu- Achilles. Yep. Which, again, I drafted a guy who was injured. I should have known. Steve Smith Sr. Steve Smith Sr., his retirement year. Does he come back again? Steve Smith, we love you. Ice up, son. Ice up. Son. I hope he comes back one more year. I hope so, but uh, gosh, I, I don't, don't see it it's though. Tough at that, that it's age. hard to come. It's hard at that age to come back. Period. Although much less off an Achilles injury. Derek Johnson, not too much uh, younger than Steve Smith for the for the Chiefs last year, blew out his Achilles, and he's and he's playing well this season. So maybe you know we're getting to the point where because remember it used to be when we were younger, you blew out your knee and you were never a good player again. Right. And now we got Adrian Peterson coming back and from an Achilles. Yeah. yeah. Achilles was like the last big thing. Like yeah. Kobe Bryant's trying to come back from an Achilles yeah. too. It it can be done these days. Yeah. The younger, the better, though. Right. Uh, so let's break down week eight right now in the NFL. Let's do it. We open up with the New England Patriots on Thursday night. Put a ha-wha-ping on your Miami Dolphins. Yeah. They were looking so good, Miami was, for like my two Miami weeks Dolphins. in a row. What are you talking about? My Miami they're my Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. We, I, both picked I, them, we both picked them to be in the playoffs. You picked them to win the division. I did, and that does not look like a good pick right now at all. Uh, Patriots are back. I mean, what else do we even say about it? Like, Wait, Patriots. Why? Them. Why do you think that Miami picks not a good? Just because they fired their coach six weeks into the season? Well, that guy was on. His, why even bring him back if you're going to fire him six weeks into the season? Right? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, he didn't have control of the team. He. If you don't think he had control of the team six weeks into the season, that means he didn't have control of the team six weeks ago too. Here's the deal. He should probably just be doing like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and that's it, and hanging out with Kathy Lee. Done. Yeah. Sure. Is it Regis Philbin? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> Isn't this James Joe it's Philbin? Joe Philbin, God Isn't that dang his brother? it. That's his brother. That's the same guy, actually. I've never seen the two Who together. Who wants to be a millionaire? I'm just saying, you're crazy. You're fired. Gelman. Gelman. Uh, okay, we got to talk about it. Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions. Did they play? The cool part, here's what I'm saying. 45-10. Here's the cool part. <laughs> it was gross. You were afraid to come to my house because you knew Sharkandrick West was going to roll over you guys. Alex Smith. Rolled over our guys, oh, man. rushing. Yeah, why is Alex Smith running down the field unmolested? 
Uh, it was it was a rough one to watch. And the only reason, okay, Brent invited me here. The story behind it, Brent invited me to come over to his place to watch the game together, just like Isn't we did. Isn't that what we do when we play each other? Whoever's we, the home team, you come to their house. No, because four years ago we played in Detroit, and you did not come over to my place. No. I came over to your place. You, it was in Kansas City, dude. It was not. No, it was in Kansas City, it, and you came over here. It was not. Well, see? <laughs> I know it was not, because Jamal Charles knocked out Rory the Lion and ended his season right in front of those Ford Field yeah, bricks. Yeah, what's Rory the Lion doing in Kansas City? Get out of our yeah. city! What is he doing there? Great question, Brent. So uh, uh, you guys paid us back for four years ago. Absolutely embarrassed. It was our first game with new offensive coordinator, Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah. Jim Bob Cooter. Who knew that guy wouldn't get it done with one week to prepare and going overseas to London? Could you say that the Chiefs smashed Detroit like a bunch of dusty crumpets? Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was a I rough was, one to watch. I was interesting. I don't usually watch those London games because they are so early in the morning, and, yeah. and a lot of times there are two teams that aren't good. You don't care about them, yeah. Um, but it was a good atmosphere at that game. Great atmosphere. What's like, weird watching it is that people are wearing all different jerseys. Yeah. It's not and a And there are also, game. like, people wearing – you can tell us, like, these people aren't real fans because that guy's wearing a Detroit jacket and a Chiefs scarf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but they have scarves for everybody. Yeah. I want a Detroit scarf now. Is that weird? Uh Kind of no. seems cool. No, it's not weird. I mean, like, you know. I, I don't know. know. I'll have to see if, when you wear it if you can pull it off. I can pull off a scarf. Okay, well, then it's you not. Why, why'd you scarf? ask me if it was weird then? Which is weird because football fans don't normally wear scarves. That's a British soccer thing. Mm, it's like a Detroit thing. It is not. A, well, to be fair, we do wear <laughs> scarves in Detroit. I'm not going to. I don't, but I know people that do. Yeah. So, yeah, so the Chiefs absolutely put a whooping. Uh, you would have thought that Chiefs team was like 7-1. and one. <laughs> That's my only thought coming into it. Like, they looked so good. Without Jamal Charles, was, you would think that team had you know done what? anything. That looked like how the Chiefs, I thought they were going to be this year. And uh, they've had so many injuries, though. You know, Jamal Charles, that's tough. But, but they Char- were bad before, Char- Char- before West looks he went good, down. Though, right? He looks pretty good. He's okay. not Jamal Charles. He looks better. But... Uh, the game that ruined my survivor pool, oh the Atlanta gosh. Falcons make it to overtime, come from behind to blow it to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay on the road is murdering me this season in these survivor pools. Every time I bet against them, see that's what I'm saying though. Tampa's such a weird team. Like you think, oh, their first couple weeks they're terrible, and then all of a sudden, oh, now they're knocking off these other teams. They're super good. What is happening? Atlanta almost blew it to Tennessee the week before, but that was on the road. So I figured they'd bounce back. They'd be focused. And by the way, that's one of the things that we can pat our backs on for Ray. After they won Week One, I was like, you and I both were like. Yeah, but you remember when they beat the Chiefs in week one a couple weeks, uh, a couple years ago, and then they never won a game again yeah, until, yeah. like, yeah. It's true. But uh, give Tampa Bay all the credit, man. Jameis Winston can kind of play a little bit. Who knew? Ray, guess what? Ken Wisenhunt is available for your Detroit Lions. Uh, well, well, you want to go right all, there. All, Ta- your, all your guys wanted Ken Wisenhunt a couple years ago. He's yeah. available. Yeah. Uh, if you have a Detroit fan's way right now, Jim Caldwell will be available soon, pretty soon. Although I think you bring him back for a third season. You think? Uh, I do. And let me let me expound on this. Okay. Uh, the, because uh, a couple years ago before the season, it was between Jim Caldwell and Ken Wisenhunt. And everybody thought Ken Wisenhunt was going to get the job in Detroit. And then he went to where he had local ties in Tennessee. And he decided between these two gigs, somehow he felt the Tennessee gig was better. I think it's because he he was like he was from that area or something like that. He had local ties and not in Detroit because that Detroit team on paper was infinitely better than that Tennessee team. Hmm. However, uh, we, uh, he fifty fifty, but Wizenden went to Tennessee where he went three and twenty, and got run out of town in year two. Caldwell went eleven and five. Um, 
pretty much won a playoff game and then had it ripped from him by terrible officiating. And then this year has completely pooped the bed. This team is not ready this year at Ugh. all. They look, they look bad. Yeah. They look like they lost half of their defense with Deon, but with Deandre Levy being injured all season and not playing with Indomitian Sue, Nick Fairley and our, uh, um, George Johnson all leaving from the defensive line. So three of our four defensive tackles leaving. That went away. The defense has not stepped up at all. We've gone from the number two defense in the league to bottom five. Now, I thought you had told me at the beginning of the season that Haloti Ngata was going to capably fill in. He was, except for the fact that he got injured and, and has still not been healthy all season. He's only played like two games this year. So he doesn't want to be there. Uh, well, apparently not. I don't know what's happening. I don't know exactly Has what the deal is. he played well when he's been healthy? Yes. Okay. He's been able to stop the run when he's been healthy pretty yeah. effectively. Uh, in those games, like against the Bears, he came up huge. Against the Vikings, he looked okay. Do you think that if you could have a rewind machine, that the Detroit Lions and Ndamukong Sue would both be like, yeah, let's 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 work something out, guys. <laughs> I think if you could go back in time right now and have Sue see what the Dolphins' mess is like, mm-hmm. and he sees what Detroit has, you know, can do. I think I think they work out a deal. Yeah, <laughs> I think they somehow agree on terms. I will definitely say that. But I think blowing out Caldwell—that's what—that's what the Jaguars, that's what the Browns do. And even the Jaguars don't do it these days, but that's what the Browns do. That's what the Raiders have done many times. You blow out a coach after one or two seasons. 11-5 and five in Detroit is not something that happens all the right. time. And next year, next year the Lions schedule, we play the NFC East and we play the AFC mm-hmm. South. Those are where room for wins to grow. Yeah. Uh, we played both Western divisions. Once every 12 years, you have to play both Western divisions. For a, a team that's in, in the Eastern time zone, that's very hard to do. Uh <clears throat> yeah, I can attest to the fact that, you know, when Kansas City has to go out west and they're not even as far east as Detroit is, it's tough. It's a time change. Yeah. It's, you know, but to do it in all of your games all out of, of your, your conference, games, yeah, yeah. It, it's extremely tough. So this team just obviously did, doesn't have it this year to begin with, compounded with the schedule that is made to brutalize them. Say what you will about San Diego. Yes, okay, they're not that great. Uh, oh, what? As they oh, drop. Thank you, Ray. Well, there's the deal. They almost beat the Ravens on the road. Like, I'm just celebrating that you finally said that San Diego's... Like, last year, you kept saying the Jets were good the entire season. They were good. Ray, you're growing as a person, and I commend you. Well, what I'll say right now is I think the Chargers are... The Jets are good this year. The Chargers will be good next year. The Chargers, not good, but they'll probably beat the Chiefs one of the two times they play them. Yes. Maybe both. Oh, boy. Let's put that out there we'll win one of them. I think it's close. Well, um, and you know what, though? Uh, that's a big loss for San Diego, uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen with a kidney injury. That just sounds terrible. Ugh. That just means you're peeing blood and stuff. Like, yeah. that's not good. Right. Uh, but they, they almost pull it off in Baltimore. Baltimore also not a good team this not year. Good. I picked them to win the division. Uh, I did, too. Yeah. Didn't I? Because I thought Pittsburgh. You might have picked Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. No, I picked them because because Le'Veon Bell missed the first two games. So I was it's like, true. well, that's going to be the difference. It's going to be a close I, division. And it's not a close little division. Little do we know Cincinnati would go yeah. on a run. Yeah. Uh, so that's terrible. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings come back to beat Chicago on the road. Chicago's not good. They hung with the, the Vikings a heck of a lot better than I thought they were going to. Well, they, they have been hanging. They beat the Chiefs. They hung with Detroit. Almost beat, like. They should have beaten us. They're just bad enough to lose the games. Yeah. They're yeah. just bad enough to go 4-12. and 12. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got Cleveland Browns had a, like a huge lead on Arizona that like, and you even texted me. You're just like, no, dude. It was twenty to three Cleveland, and you're like, no, dude. Arizona is going to win this game. Yeah. I turn around, it's thirty four twenty, and the Cardinals <laughs> have won. I don't know what happened in this game. I was like, come on, Ray. You're the one that always says it's Cleveland. Trust you me. You know what? I thought they fooled me for a second. <laughs> 
I thought I had it. I was wrong. Uh, Houston Texans uh, beat up on Tennessee. Ken Wisenhunt out of a job. Are those the worst two teams now? Houston and Tennessee? No, because the Lions, <laughs> you got to give it up to no, us I'm right now. I'm just saying who's, who's worse of those two. Like, who's worse of those two teams? Yeah. Obviously, Tennessee. Yeah. Because <laughs> Houston just beat them. Uh, they're pretty bad. There are some I'm other saying, bad are teams. Are they actually worse? The than Bears Detroit? are bad. No, the, the yeah, Lions are better the Lions than both are those teams. Better than yeah, them. I agree. They, they haven't won games, but they are better. than We them. don't play either of those teams, so we'll, oh, well. we'll play them next year. Well, <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll wait. Uh, how about this game? New Orleans Saints put fifty-two <laughs> burger on the Giants and still almost lose. That was a crazy game. That was one of the most fun game of the weekend. The Giants were down forty-two twenty-eight. Score three straight touchdowns. They do, including an interception return. That was a bad Drew Brees pass. Well, and then the ending of the game was just stupid too. Like, how are you going to blow that? How they with with thirty seconds to go? Uh, New Orleans Saints score a touchdown with thirty seconds to go. We're all like, oh, cool, overtime. Mm-hmm. The Saints have all three timeouts left. Yeah. The Giants failed to do anything. They they do a bad punt to like the forty yard line. They got a personal got foul. A face mask yeah. on top of it. The Saints go one play and then fifty yarder to win. Well, you know what that reminds me of that that. Denver game where Kansas City's like, okay, l- at least we're going to go to overtime, yes. and then all of a sudden the, Jamal Charles puts the ball in, the in turf. and they run it in. Yeah, uh, absolutely embarrassing right there. But can you figure out this Giants team right now? No. They're like four and four right now with bad losses, with Eli Manning throwing the and bad mental mistakes. They've got good wins and bad losses. How do you explain this team? I think they're exactly where they're supposed to be. Yeah. this Giants team could be two and six, or could be six and two yeah. right now. Yeah, I think they easily. It's evened out the number of games they should have won and should have lost. They're just the opposite games. Yes. <laughs> I think this is a team destined to go 8-8 eight and eight and miss the playoffs. Hey, what right? the, I, th- I feel like going forward fantasy-wise, Giants get a lot of stats. They man. do. Yeah. They give up a lot. They give yeah. a lot. Yep. But here's the deal, though. Would you ever bet the Giants to win a game? No. Would you ever bet the Giants to lose a game? No. <laughs> so well, I would bet on the Giants. Them. I would bet the Giants on, like, the over-under line. Like, I'm usually taking Every game. the over. <laughs> What's the over-under? 90? Over. I'll take it. <laughs> 101 points over. in that game. Uh, let's see here. We have Cincinnati Bengals knocked Le'Veon Bell as we set out for the season. 16 to 10 winners took advantage of that fact. Mm-hmm. They're kind of good. Yeah. They are kind of good this yeah. year. The St. Louis Rams whoop up on San Francisco and our boy Colin Kaepernick. Oh boy. None of us believed in Colin Kaepernick oh ever. Boy. He's now been benched for Blaine Gabbert. The Blaine Gabbert era begins in SF. Can we? Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but can we now stop talking about I mean, can we now put to, to rest the thing where everyone was like, but Kaepernick is so much better than Alex Smith. You could make that argument. <laughs> could you? If I was starting a team and I and I had a choice of Alex Smith or Colin Kaepernick. How old is Colin Kaepernick? Do you know? He's 28, dude. Yeah. But if I had a choice between <laughs> Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick, I'm wondering who I'm going to take in the second round to actually well, reboot my team around. Of course. Because <laughs> they're both terrible. But Alex Smith is still better than him right now. I mean, Right now, you have to say yes. I, you know what this is a testament to? And you're going to say, no way, Brent. I can't believe you're saying this. Jim Harbaugh worked miracles, miracles with Colin Kaepernick. Of course you're right about that. Because after he left, look how horrible he's been. He can't play. Yeah. He has he makes and he has every physical tool. He has no idea how to play quarterback anymore. Yeah. Like he figured it out for one and a half seasons and then immediately well, forgot. He didn't figure it out. Jim Harbaugh called the right types of plays and put him in the right positions where he could do the things that he was good at. Yes. He knew how to maximize his talents. Yeah. I have a separate theory though. Okay. He's making Jake Rudock look like a decent quarterback. Kinda. Uh, and he's not good either. Uh, I believe Colin Kaepernick saw an alien. 
and the men in black showed up and they zapped Uh-oh. him. The setting was too high on the little uh, pulsing gun. He forgot how to play quarterback. Hmm. He saw an alien. Proof aliens exist. Put it on the board. Gosh, the guy's 28 years old now, too. He's you know, done. He's done. People are, they're still acting like he's this really young quarterback. He's you know 28. What? You, you, know what, you know where he's going to play next year? Cleveland. Houston Texans. Oh, Houston Texans. They need a quarterback, even though they have two. Oh, wait, Ryan Mallis not on the team you know anymore, so they only have one. always seems to get quarterbacks that can't quite play? The New York Jets. Yes, they do. Although uh, Fitzpatrick's pretty good. He's been pretty good this year. Uh, Speaking of the Jets, though. He's doing it, pretty good because they run the ball a lot. How about this? The game I couldn't figure out. The Oakland Raiders beat the Jets by two touchdowns? The Jets. What is well, going on? The Raiders are kind of good. Can we admit that? Yeah. And the Jets had to go all the way to the east, the West Coast. It's hard. Yeah, it's it's hard, hard to go on the road in the NFL, period. You've heard me say it a million times this year. It's very hard to go three times I'll tell you what over. happened in that game. Uh, Chris Ivory held to 41 yards rushing. That's what happened in that it's game. True. Uh, Seattle ekes one out against Dallas. People trying to blame the refs oh for this goodness. game as well. Uh, uh, as the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Well, since Seattle was involved, I'm going to say that's probably true. It's true. Well, the the, the Seattle Seahawks uh, called two touchdowns in a row, which should be a 15 yard penalty, but it happened in the first half, and it could have led to a few more Dallas points. But how oh, do they we called know? Two timeouts in a row. That's right. You said two touchdowns. Excuse in a me. Row. Two timeouts in a row. Two and touchdowns in a row. That should be commended, Ray. So if that's yes, right. <laughs> if you uh, if you are going to ref a Seattle game, let me give a piece of advice. Learn the GD playbook because that's twice this year. Seattle has had refs work in their favor who don't know the rules of football. Yeah, that's disgusting to me. Uh, although that's not why they lost the game. If if, if, a, if a bad ref call happens in the first half, that's not why you lost the game. No, you had a whole half to get it back, and then you did not do it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, another surpriser. Denver puts a whooping on the Green Man, Bay Packers. I was. I thought maybe Denver would win like a really low scoring game. I did too. They handed Green Bay's. Butts to them. Uh, Green Bay, let me say right now, uh, Green Bay has a very, very good offensive line. If you can get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, if you can shred that offensive line, he will fold like a tent. We saw the Lions do it to them at home early last season where they got to him, and and Green Bay only scored seven points all game. And this is that highly vaunted 50-point a game Green Bay offense. It's not like starters were out. That was the Green Bay offense. If you can get some pressure uh, with your defensive line, Aaron Rodgers will, like, he doesn't know what to do. Okay, question. I don't know if you saw the stats on this game. Um, <laughs> if I told you uh, Aaron Rodgers had 100 yards passing, over or under in that game? I would say over. Yeah, under. under. 77 yards yeah, passing. Because he had Broncos. Uh, having we played The Lions played the Broncos early this year, and if the exact same thing happened to us, that defensive line is legit. Well, the line legit. and also those, those linebackers Von, are Von Miller. fast. Von Miller. I, I don't think Von Miller even played last week. Doesn't have to. Yeah. But uh, he wears great outfits because we saw that in person oh, when we were at man. the ESPYs. He's a cowboy. Uh, final game of the week. How about this one? Carolina Panthers blow it against Indy. Come back. Blow it again. Come back again. Yeah. And the Panthers beat the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. Yeah. 29-26 in overtime. Three field goals in overtime. I love the new overtime rules. Can we talk about that real quick? Okay. I love the NFLs. I hate the NCAA overtime rules. Everybody gets like a participation. Oh, no, trophy. I don't like this. Everybody is, starts at the twenty-five. Let's better. not even play football anymore. Let's I, play fake bu- bullock. I still am a fan of like they say the modified, uh, modified sudden death. I like. I like it I a like lot. Sudden death. See, that one, you know, a bad field or a bad kickoff. March the ball ten yards. Kick a fifty-five yarder to win the game. I don't. 
I like the fact that the other team gets, at least gets a shot at it. At least I if guess, you and if you let them go down the field and score a touchdown on you, you deserve to lose. I'm saying your I think shot the NFL is like right. your shot is you know not making a bad kickoff and and kicking it deep and stopping them. I feel that, but it feels like every time an overtime ended that way, and a team just went down the field and kicked a long field goal to win, mm-hmm. and that was it. The other team would get the ball. It really did feel like uh, it wasn't. But, it wasn't a rewarding of a result. But isn't it that the way that they did it? They've done it in like hockey forever. You know, although they changed it this year. Yeah, I like it. To me, uh, you know yeah. what? To me, play 15 full minutes. Play a full quarter. Whatever happens, yeah. happens. And at the end of that, that's the game. I agree. I think, to me, perfect perfect game is either you have sudden death or you play the whole quarter. Uh, however, the NFL Players Union would never let that happen. That's true. <laughs> Enough injuries are happening now in four quarters, much less five. Yeah. So uh, I, I really like the way they're doing it. it. It feels rewarding at the end of the game. I How don't about know. this? I like it. No overtime, Ray. If you score within the last minute of the game and you're going to tie it with the extra point, you have to go for two. <laughs> That's awesome. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vegas would never allow it, for the record. Survivor or, pools would or never allow it. There is no overtime, so you either have to go for two or you say we're taking the tie. Yeah, but that happened in college football for a century, and people didn't like it. Yeah, That's true. It's not rewarding either of a result. But you could go for two. I like that. In any case, that's the NFL this week. Uh, let's bring it on back. we got to talk a little bit about NCAAs, and then we'll get up out of here. So we'll, let's do it after three seconds of Lord. And we'll never be royal. This is the, like the worst loss Nebraska's. I, maybe the worst loss ever in the history of their program. In ever? It's not good, but that Wisconsin Purdue loss. Is, Purdue. Okay, Purdue's well, not very Purdue good. Purdue has lost 18 out of their last 19 games, yeah. dude. Purdue I mean, that's is terrible. not good. And 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 you guys, here's here's, you here's guys what I, got beat. Here's what I I saw online that, that I thought was hilarious. Uh, here's the deal, guys. Silver lining. Uh, there was a hundred points scored in the game, and Nebraska scored nearly half of them. Fifty five forty five, right? Yeah, that's brutal to an offense that hasn't done anything all year long to give up fifty five. Yeah, extend Riley. Hashtag extend Riley. Uh, so what I say right now, Brent, and be real with me right now. I'm Wait, asking we, you to be real. Are we taping right now? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I thought we hadn't started yet. No, I thought you were just trolling I, me off No, air. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> I love the way you started. I just kept yeah. going. Okay. Um, be real with me right now. Yeah. What is your opinion of Mike Riley and his job performance so far? What would you do if you were Nebraska's okay. AD? My honest opinion of his job performance so far. I think I like his offensive scheme. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think that... He doesn't have the quarterback that he needs to run his. It, it, it's still running pretty well. The offense. I mean, they scored forty-five points um, against the defense, though. The defense that they don't have the players to play that that scheme at all. They're abysmal right on defense. Yeah, they're abysmal. Uh, the, and the funny thing is, they're really good at stopping the run. So why, are you, if you're really good at stopping the run, you shouldn't be so bad as because you, you know you you pretty much clogging up the middle. Right, but if they're devoting all their resources to they're not, stopping though. the run, they're not like it's not like they're putting eight men in the oh, box. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, their defensive line is good, and then their D backs are just not. Th- th- they're not good. They're not athletic enough. Right they're now. not at yeah, all. Watching Purdue enough. run circles around them, I go oh, something's up. Goodness, something's up with this. Yeah, team. Well, when you've got teams that can't even pass, like being like, "Well, we better pass against Nebraska." That's Nebraska. Something like. I don't know how many teams, but there's only like three or four teams worse than Nebraska against the pass. That's embarrassing. Well, what I would say right now is when the when the year started, me and you had a bet, mm-hmm. Michigan versus Nebraska, yeah. very passionate bet, who was going to have the better team this year with yeah. our brand new coaches, Mike mm-hmm. Riley and Jim Harbaugh, and yeah. you were 100% sure that Nebraska was the better team. You would have, you would have bet real money on that I fact. wasn't 100% sure, but I did make the bet. You made the bet. Yeah. And, and I was confident. With... 
Four weeks to go in the season. Michigan's magic number Here's is one. I was wrong. One. I was wrong. Uh, you know what, though? What's crazy is think about all those stupid, really close losses to Nebraska that basically gave them the game. What are they, three and six? They would three be, and six. They last four games where they, where they blew the game at the end. They could be seven and two. As, and they could be the exact same kind of bad team that they are and be seven and two. Just a couple like, like Iowa, Like how Iowa's undefeated right now and has played yeah, nobody. They're not good. Um, seven, oh, thanks. Sorry, Riley. Uh, sorry, Riley Smith. Uh, hey, I, give it up to Iowa, man. They've been getting it done. Yeah, they could be seven and two, and you'd still be sweating it out because you have hard, harder games left than us. Although, you know what? I still am enjoying watching the games, even though it's been really frustrating. We still have Sparty this week, and you have. To, here's the deal: you guys are three and six. Did you ever imagine you would not be bowl eligible this year? No, when the season zero zero percent chance. You have three games left. One of them is against top ten rated mm-hmm. Michigan State. One of them is against number eleven, I believe, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. yeah, you need to win. And the third one is at Rutgers on the road. Yeah, for you guys, that's going to be tough. We might not win another game. Ah, it's possible. You should beat it's Rutgers. Possible. You should lose the other two. We should be Rutgers. We should have beat Purdue. What are you talking about? Should have beat Illinois. If we lose to Illinois, <laughs> if we lose to Illinois and Purdue, we could lose to anybody. If I would have said uh, Brent, realistically, this Nebraska team on paper looks like they're a four and eight team, you would have laughed me out I of would, the I've totally building. Would have, yeah, you would have probably hit me but physically. Also. They gave four games away, so they should it's have true. more wins. It's you know, true. I mean, they are three and six. They're not good, but they should have still have better. Record My prediction before the season started was that Michigan was eight and four, nine and three, mm-hmm. and that Nebraska was about seven and five. Seven and five. That's that was my honest to god prediction before yeah. the season. Well, you're wrong, Ray, because we're not going to lose five <laughs> games. We already lost six. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> but I think I got Nebr- uh, Michigan pretty close. Yeah, eight and eight and four, nine and three. That's exactly the kind of team they are right now because they only have one uh, real tough game left on the schedule, and that's the last one against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Because well, we've also got Rutgers and these other like we have Rutgers goodness, coming to Michigan for the first time ever. Thank goodness Ohio State made the right choice and only suspended their guy for one week, so he doesn't. <laughs> Can we talk it. about that real quick? <laughs> JT Barrett. Okay, did, I'll let you take the floor on this one, right? Okay. I know you feel strongly about it. Uh, do I? <laughs> JT Barrett, quarterback for the Ohio State University, gets busted for, uh, and this is like a late night, early morning stop mm-hmm. for uh, e- trying to evade a DUI <laughs> checkpoint. Yeah. They, they go after him and they chase him down, see who he is. Do you believe that JT Barrett really only blew a .08, no. which is two beers? If you blow, if you have only drank two beers all night, it's in the wee hours of the late night, early morning, and you're avoid. Are you avoiding a DUI checkpoint because you only blew a point oh eight? From what I understand, he he tried to switch drivers. He was in the car with Cardale. Cardale Jones, like, no, dude, I'm starting now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, officer, I'd like to report a drunk driver <laughs> on the road. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, uh Jardale Cones. <laughs> Fardale Pomones. Pheromones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cardale's in the car with him, being like, "No, man, have another one." Cardale's no, like, uh, "What's hey. your name?" Cardale Jones. I mean, uh, Dardale Jones. Lawndale phones. <laughs> no, JT, man. Yeah, you're good to drive. Have a shot, dude. Have a shot right before we hit the road. Get one more uh, for the road. Wow. Now, do you really believe? Conspiracy do theorist. you really believe Ohio State police pulled him over and he only blew a point oh eight, or is that what the records well, indicate? It might be true, but even if that is true, right? One game, you're suspended for one game. Can I say right now, Urban Meyer did everything but say he would have kicked Jameis Winston off his team after the Crab's Legs incident? He implied that. He would have kicked Jameis Winston. No, I'm sorry. So if, if JT Barrett had stolen Crab's Legs, he'd be off of Ohio State's team. No, instead he just risked the lives of children and himself and his backup quarterback, risked their lives by driving drunk, and got caught 
doing it. Mm-hmm. One game suspension. Oh, Thankfully, yeah. because OVI, the thing he actually got called with, not you know right. operating a vehicle under the impairment because it was right on the legal limit. Right. Don't you don't don't you think he's been punished enough? <laughs> oh my God! My the Ohio State people I know defending this a hole. By that I mean Urban Meyer, J.T. Barrett, and the entire organization. These don't are terrible think, people. Don't you think just the bad press is enough, Ray? God. Oh well, you know under Ohio State uh, rules, because he was only charged with a misdemeanor. Could you imagine getting pulled over for drunk driving and only getting a misdemeanor? Yeah, at that the would age be great. of twenty, that'd be great. Yeah, wouldn't that be a better world we live in? Yeah. You know what? Next time, uh, not next time, first time, because I've never happened to me. If ever I get pulled over for uh, driving under the impaired, which will never happen because I don't mm-hmm. do that. Right. But if ever it happens, I'm enrolling at Ohio State University, so that way they'll knock it down to a misdemeanor. There you go. Terrible. Terrible. Shame on that entire disgusting program. Ray, how do you really feel about it, though? I am very enraged. <laughs> oh, because it's only a misdemeanor, we only have to spend it for two weeks. Oh, and we didn't have a game this week. Since it happened before Saturday's games took place, so, that counts. So guess what? The uh, the pickup game this weekend? He Minnesota! Can't play he can't play, he can't play the softball game we're going to play against Brent's no-glove team in That's Vegas. Right. Instead, Ah, oh, but we wanted to play against JT oh, Barrett. But JT Barrett's going to miss the Minnesota game, everybody. So it totally counts. He's really learned his lesson. This is the same program where a young man died who's on the team because he had massive head injuries, and they ran him out there anyway and, and made him keep practicing. Mm-hmm. And he died. Did I mention Urban Meyer is also the coach of Aaron Hernandez? Can I just put that on the record, too? So Can I just lay all my is, cards on the table? You're saying I hate this team so much. You're saying that you're a big Urban Meyer fan. Yeah, I'm a huge. I like that guy a lot. <laughs> big fan. Big fan, guys. Yeah, no, I mean, and, hey, guys, they won a national championship, so everything else is totally cool, right? How much longer? Uh, what are the stories going to be written about this? Pro- this has got to be the dirtiest program is this, with the cleanest Mormon face on it. Is this worse than when Trestle was in town? Here's the deal. Is it worse than Trestle? No. Not because yet. We, we haven't heard all the details yeah. yet. We know how dirty Trestle's organization was. They actually, Trestle was so bad, they actually had to fire him. <laughs> Think about that. This is Ohio State we're talking about. See, here's the deal. Stuff like this happens at a lot of schools. Yes. You know? It's happened at Nebraska. But the difference is they get kicked off the team. They don't, they don't come back. Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting to me. This, they sh- everybody involved in this, if you're a fan of Ohio State, shame on you. Because more, somebody's already died. More people are going to die. The end. Boo to you guys. So before I get too worked up about this, we got to talk mm-hmm. about the first uh, BCS Final Four came in. And wouldn't you know it, two SEC teams, Brent. I'm sure ESPN has nothing to do with this at all. Uh. So number one, Clemson. Uh, how about this Ohio State number one team in the country third because they haven't played a single team all year a single team all year shame on this program Ohio State's third Clemson is number one I think correctly LSU is number two correctly and Alabama is fourth there are like 11 unbeaten teams in college football right now and yet one loss Alabama makes the computer rankings how does this make any sense at all? It doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't Baylor be I mean, up there? The crazy thing is, like, they got Oklahoma. Beat, they got beat by Ole Miss, and then it seems like every week Ole Miss is either losing or almost losing. They're a not game. good. <laughs> They're not a good team, and they didn't just beat uh, beat Alabama. Well, they spanked them. They hammered Alabama. Alabama. Should, here's the deal: LSU and Alabama are going to play each other, so one is going to knock the other one out. 
But I'm kind of annoyed, not just that, okay, I'm annoyed at Ohio State existing, but I'm also annoyed that Alabama gets so much love for reasons I don't fully understand. What I'm sorry, did they prove last year in the in the championship uh, uh, Final Four that they deserve to be there? Because nope. I seem to remember a not-that-good Ohio State team taking them straight to the woodshed and not yeah. letting go. Yeah, taking straight to the woodshed and behind the woodshed, in fact. <laughs> and in fact, spankings happened. Yeah. Because that's what happens behind the woodshed, everybody. So For our millennials out there. Speaking of spankings happening... You still haven't had your punishment yet, which there's was, no punishment. There was because the Royals won the World they Series. They said if one of our teams wins oh the World Series, the other person gets a bare butt spanking. You have a bare butt spanking. You have 111 episodes to go back and find a that. Bare like, butt spanking. It is not happening. How dare you? Was get never. your bare butt out of here and prepare for a spank. You don't even want that. I don't. But you know what? That's your punishment. In any case, that's college football, everybody. I'm worked up now, Brent. You congratulations. You got me worked up about Ohio State again. Well, I don't want you to have your blood all in a riled and embroiled because that's going to make your bare butt spanking <laughs> oh, hurt even more. It'll make the blood really come to the surface right. when the paddles come out. <laughs> uh, in any case, we're going to come back, wrap up this weirdness after three seconds of Lord. And we'll never be royal. So there's a couple of stories we didn't get to yet on the show, but we're almost out of time. Uh, yeah, so we, you yeah. must be talking about uh, Don Mattingly getting fired by the Dodgers and getting hired by the Marlins. No, interesting, but no, that's not what oh, I'm talking oh, about. Oh, you're talking about uh, the Nationals low-balling butt black and then settling for Dusty Baker. Kind of a weird story when you have a, a, a team with such young arms that are fragile to bring the, the guy who's going to break them all in one yeah. season. But that's not what I was talking about either. Oh, you, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, Thank you. Finally. Oh, you're talking about how Kobe needed a mental break after three games in the NBA season. No, that's not after at all. Some Laker fans are saying they're going to win more than more than half their games. And they're already zero and three and getting their butts handed to the them. The Lakers daily. are terrible again. They will be terrible as long as Kobe brings them down. And Kobe needing a mental health after three days. So we're not going to talk about that. Uh, we just did. Didn't the we? only thing I want to talk about in that is that how Byron Scott is a bumbo head because we knew he, that because uh, that uh, D'Angelo. Angelo Russell, their number one pick, yes. has been abysmal, not even playing in the fourth quarter. He doesn't look and, good at all. So they Ohio asked State him, guy might they asked him before out. the last game, they said, hey, so uh, Emmanuel Moutier is coming in tonight. You know, you didn't pick him. How come you took uh, Russell over him? Oh, well, I didn't think he was a very good passer. And guess who drops 10 dimes on him that night? Jeez, Emmanuel Moutier. Ooh, Don't talk about the other team when they come in. You're going to motivate. That's just elementary. Oh, I'm sorry. You're saying I can't pass? Cool. Yeah. Also, your team is bad. It can be passed on a lot. Right. But none of that. No. What I want to talk about is twofold. Two things I want to talk about. Well, it better be something good or I don't want to talk about it. Okay, fair enough. Well, Fallout 4 comes out. What? In five days. We will be at the midnight opening, Ray. Yeah, if you guys are at the La Brea, Santa Monica, GameStop, the big West Coast Mm -hmm. uh, midnight party. We will be there. Me and and Brent will be there. Uh, get our copies of Fallout 4. I'm so excited for this game. For five years, I've been waiting for Fallout 4. I can't wait it's to get finally our, real. I can't wait to get our Pip-Boys, Ray. We're going to have Pip-Boys. We really will be getting Pip-Boys. You know boys. what? We're going we to the dumbest dinner that week, people. we're going to be playing with our Pip-Boys at dinner. <laughs> we are the dumbest people in the world. We ordered the expensive toys, both of us. We have the Pip-Boys. The future is now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good to have a job. <laughs> uh, yeah, my uh, basically, guys, the podcast is over. This is the last episode because Fallout 4 is coming out. I will not want to be recording anymore. I'll want to be playing Fallout 4 until the end of time. Hey, babe. Love you. See you on uh, Valentine's Day. See you in February. <laughs> Skip the holidays. I won't make it. Thanksgiving, Christmas. No. Yep. Bye. Fallout 4. I'm so excited for this game in post-nuclear Boston. Guys, we'll, here's the deal. Next week, we're going to be talking about Fallout 4. Oh, yes. Just get ready for that. Uh, you might notice we didn't talk about Walking Dead this week because Ray is a... 
What's the word you would use? Bumbohead. Bumbohead. Who forgot to watch Walking Dead this week? It's on my DVR. We'll double up next week. We'll talk about Walking uh, Dead and it's uh, just a fallout. Double up. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And uh, the other cool thing we're going to talk about, the Preacher trailer. I'm a huge, yeah. me and you both. Uh-huh. Did I get you into that or are you into it before you, you got met in, me? You got me into Preacher. Because it's great. Yeah, it is great. It's my favorite comic book graphic novel series of all time. Adult themes, mm-hmm. like religious themes. Yeah. It's wonderful. And the Preacher trailer came out. I'm, I'm very excited for the Preacher show on AMC. Mm-hmm. What was that trailer? Um, I'm super confused because whatever that trailer was, it wasn't Preacher. It was a little weird, wasn't it? I was like, wait, I was trying to think, scrambling my brain. It's like, what, 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 what is wh- any wh- of this? Wh- where was this? Because uh, I, I recognize Jesse Custer, Preacher. Yeah. I recognized a little bit of Tulip in there, mm-hmm. Preacher's love interest. Yeah. I recognized a little bit of Cassidy, the yeah. Irish vampire. Yeah. But nothing that happened to that entire trailer was reminiscent of Preacher at all. That that I remember. Because it seems like it all took place in the first town, which is like the first five pages, ten pages yeah. of the comic book. Like, well, there's a whole seven seasons of Preacher that go by in the comic book. Maybe it's going to... I don't know. Maybe it's going to go by quickly. Maybe they just didn't want to reveal too much in the trailer. Uh, maybe they didn't want to like speak on some of the like deep religious themes going on in the show. Because yeah. this show is a blasphemous show. Deeply it blasphemous it show. Uh, it should be. I, here's the deal. I don't know if the show is. The comic book is. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah I, who knows? and I love it for Because it. Constantine had certain... You know, things that, that you would know about the show, Con- the, the comic book Constantine, and then he didn't even smoke on the show. Didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm scared to death now. AMC gets the benefit of the doubt after uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, yeah, and uh, Walking not, Dead. They're, not, they're they, not afraid to go dark. So. They get it right so much, but when I saw that preacher, there was a one-word synopsis that I posted online, and that one word was, huh? Huh? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Like, wh- what is even happening in this show? Is it just like a deeply slow burn for the pilot? Maybe. It's like all character driven, and we really well, learn where these people coming from before it gets crazy. Kid, like, oh, do something for Who's me. this kid? I don't know. Who's his father? Unless we're just forgetting. I, I don't I'm remember here, that You know happening. what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back, and I'm going to yeah. reread yeah. The, at least the first, if not the first couple I'm gonna do that uh, uh, full graphic novels, because it is wonderful. I've been meaning to go back and read it again anyway. This is just my excuse to Why do don't so. you go next week? We'll go pick up Fallout 4. Yes. You start reading Preacher. I'll start racking up achievement points. Yeah. No. We're going to talk about that next week. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Until then, we gotta got to do some thanks and stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can always check us out Facebook.com slash Ray Brand Podcast. Uh, at Twitter, at Ray Brand Podcast. If you want to do it otherwise, I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And you can always email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. That does help us. It helps people get involved. We need more people on the Facebook page right now, though. Yep. Low numbers, man. We got to get them up. I know you're listening out there. Get him up. You're hearing me right get now. Him up, get him up. Get him up. Still get him talk. Up. Get him up. Get him up. Get him up. Get him up on uh, iTunes. Get us some five star reviews. Get us some more Facebook likes. Share the show with your friends and colleagues and people you don't even know. Just do it. Yep. In the meantime, we have people we want to thank. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. We have to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. Sorry about the hey, Mets, Jordan hey, Monsell. Stop talking about the Mets. <laughs> ah, go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or jordanmonsell.com. Also, we have to thank David Knoll, our insurance producer. Dino. Well on his way to winning. Soon to be winning a naked baby the, trophy. The naked baby worst place in Raisin Brent trophy. Bless you, David Knoll. Uh, that's that, that trophy's gonna look really good. It's gonna on look your mantle. great in your place. It's gonna look great. I cannot wait till you, you, one of he's got three kids at home. One of them will probably knock uh, it over and break it. Here's the deal. We're like the guys from uh, what is it the twenty four suit outlet something suit outlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna like the way it looks. We I guarantee, guarantee it. it. It's men's warehouse. <laughs> yeah, men's, it's men's warehouse. warehouse. There we go. David, you're gonna like the way that trophy looks. 
We guarantee, we guarantee it. it. That is correct. Uh, Brent, anybody you want to thank this week? Oh, gosh. I want to thank Matt Stafford for not even trying during the <laughs> he game. He really last didn't. Week. God bless him. He <laughs> for got taking some punishment. Look, if he, if, if the thing was, he was, if he, what he was doing was like channeling his own feelings into what he likes to do to meat, like tenderize it and get it all nice and soft as he marinates it. He did a good job of that because he took a beating. He's been taking a beating all year, folks. Save Matthew Stafford, folks. Oh, my goodness. Support your local offensive line today. That's right. Thank you. Till then, good night, everybody. Peace. You're going to have to drag me.